Henry Gilbert. You gay bastards! <laughs> um. um <laughs> this is uh, no Henry's club. This is a no Henry zone. Oh, You're in a no. no Hank spin zone. What? Of Cape Crisis. Cape Crisis episode. Who cares? <laughs> uh, this is Brett Elston, host of VG Empire, cussing up a storm Bitch. on this fucking podcast. Get to the point. Get to the point. So Henry's busy with his family, and <laughs> he's not able to join us again. So uh, rather than miss another week, you know, we talked to Henry and we're like, "Hey, let's no laser, we... laser time." Missed a week. We missed a week last week because I was at Anime Expo, which I'll talk about briefly later in the show. And um, uh, yeah, we thought uh, we need to do a show. So I'm Brad Elston filling in as guest hey! guest co-host. I'm Chris Antista, which Henry always introduces me. This is weird. I know. <laughs> and I'm Dave Rudden. Woo! I don't even like comics. I shouldn't be on this, but Henry's not here, so you can't say. <laughs> so say whatever you like. Say the most. Say what's on your mind. Where when I when I say comic books, what do you think? I think uh, pedophiles. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> only pedophiles buy comic books. <laughs> is that is that because games. of the Dragon Con guy? I no, I don't know about this. The the <laughs> Atlanta Atlanta Dragon Con, which for all intents and purposes is like the uh, Eastern Comic Con mm. from from where I was, was. Uh, um, but not New York Comic Con. What had been brought up on shaky charges before of certain aspects of his life, but recently was arrested again for pedophilia. Oh, yeah, he slipped and hit the laughter button. <laughs> My mistake. I think you meant the bungle. Uh, and they finally ousted, like, bought him out and ousted him from being because, like, Dragon Con is for profit, right? And it's not one of these things. We just want to bring comics to the. Wo-. Nope, you were making this is your business for the whole time, and yeah. they kicked his ass out. So apparently, you're gonna molest kids. And pimp comics and magic cards. Find a different line of work. <laughs> or find a different line of work. Or if I can find the or in there. Or yes, or there's got to be one Kickstarter out there. Like, look, me and Orson Scott Card need a job. Yeah. I know no one likes us. All right, we have a thing to do. Um, <laughs> All right, it's been a while since I touched this soundboard. Um, so, what does Henry usually do? This is a show about comic books, uh, ostensibly about comic books. Um, there's gotta, like two other things. Moving pictures. If you guys want to talk about, uh, you know, taxis or <laughs> sitcoms, um, anything else? Oh, are you saying he doesn't read it in enough? I'm, well, nobody does. Let's <laughs> it, whatever. It's become my. my I no. I don't have a lot of weekly vessels to talk to the outside world anymore. And the last episode, I was kind of playing the part of tent on this circus. Because you I do, read the comments more than I, I read, do. I read all the comments. No, I do not read all the comments. Um, and it was only... Too busy I saw some people shows. like applauding my attempts to keep it in, mm-hmm. and I'm like, that's what I was trying to do. Mm-hmm. But then some people complaining of like, just let the show be funny. And it's like, well, that's just two sides of the coin. So, yes. of course, there's two, two different opinions there. But it is like, I was kind of doing Devil's, I think ad, a Devil's well, Advocate. A well-produced podcast is, is well-prepared and mm-hmm. has things to expect and all that stuff. But still, I love going off on a tangent. I do too. And uh, I, I really do. It, it's so much fun, and I know a lot of people in, like kind of enjoy that if they like us. No. So we're now that we're. Three I minutes, can't explain why people like us. I, uh, I, I don't either. Duke Lombardi is that why? Uh, yeah. Is it really just reaching this far? Yeah, I am a guy who did a thing once. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, Henry normally right about now chimes in with what you've been reading. Mm-hmm. Um, could we? Could we? Here's a project. Mm-hmm. Could we take the RE4 merchant and then clumsily? What are you re- edit in reading? What are you reading? Rainbow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Combine these things. What are you reading? 
I can. Yes. I think next episode. Uh, next episode. Uh, so I um, X Men Two came out. The all lady cast of X Men. Uh, X Men number two. Oh, X Men number two. Number two of just right, just X Men. Just X Men. Just X-Men. I wish they would have picked a different name. It's so weird. Uh, and it's a great, great story. Uncanny, and I actually, Uncanny is it evil X Men? Yes. Uh, X Men. All new X Men is. All new X Men is time traveling X Men. Time travel. Well, like the sixties X Men get pulled into today and are mm-hmm. disgusted with everything. Yes. And, and, and you would think that sounds like a miniseries or a, or a spinoff. I think actually, I somebody just donated to us via LaserTime PayPal on the left-hand side on LaserTimePodcast.com, like anything for 10 minutes on X-Men, and we're accidentally doing it. Huh. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, uh, I actually tweeted today and mm-hmm. the day we're recording this where I was like, if you're looking for a jumping-on point, I've, I've probably said this mm-hmm. seven times already on this show, but mm-hmm. Uncanny, plain X-Men, and All New are the most interested in X-Men I've ever been in my mm-hmm. life. I've always loved the characters. Sure. I would dabble in the in the trades here and there, and I would occasionally read a random comic book, even in the late 80s, early 90s when I first got into comics. But I was always Spider-Man, Ghost Rider, Silver Surfer, sure. Cosmic stuff. X-Men was like, this is almost its own separate universe where the X-Men bit. are nuts. A little bit. And then I would read Fatal Attraction and uh, Pacific Hit. So um, it's just... Uh, you don't I was trying to make a... Wolverine and the X-Men? I haven't been reading that. It's... I mean, I've that's, it's that's my favorite just because it's really funny. Jason Aaron... Uh, um... You know who Jason Aaron is. He's uh, absolutely fantastic. My favorite Super Punch Out character. Jason Aaron. <laughs> Aaron Jason. All right, yeah. almost, almost. But Wolverine is the funny one where Wolverine takes over the, uh, the school, uh, Jean Grey school. school. But like so much of it occurs there. Like the Uncanny X Men go visit there on occasion. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I can't imagine who's leading X Men. X Men. Uh, I think Storm is actually Storm? the leader. Leader. Okay. Um, it's kind and of Kitty like, Pride gets all the gets all the lines. She's uh, Kitty Pride. Yeah, is like a, a mainstay in uh, all new, mm-hmm. and then she's also a big part of just X Men. Mm-hmm. But all three are good, and they're all like three different flavors of X Men, and it's mm-hmm. like it's a pretty easy status quo to get caught up on. That's a pretty good. I didn't really. Yeah, they are. They all come from. I mean, different they're, eras. they're Marvel uh, now, and it, it, it's part of the Marvel now thing. So it's like it's. Made, yeah, but it, it still comes with a surprising amount of eras of, of yeah. X Men. Yeah, just with the all. I mean, I think they were they were billing it as the all lady cast, but it's like if you ever cared about X Men, that's the one you'll easily be able to find something to sink your teeth into. All I was gonna say, mm. let me think about the lineup. I was like, they're all in Marvel vs. Capcom at some point, but I don't yeah. think Kitty Pride is. No, anyway. Kitty Pride's never because I was remember we the, uh, MVC Origins came out and Psylocke is in there. Like, what the fuck ever happened to Psylocke? Well, she's in NBC 1 and 2, even. Yeah, I know, but like, oh, I when Origins yeah. came out, like, whatever happened? And I, like, is she dead? I she... honestly didn't know if she was dead. Sometimes. I, well, I didn't Sabretooth kill her? At some know. point, at yeah. some point, that did happen. Uh, yeah, there's, there's some characters, like even Vision now, where I'm like, mm. I think I know, because I've read like seven comics where I think sure. this is him coming back. Mm-hmm. There's a great Avengers annual that's kind of him coming to terms with being an android again, mm-hmm. and it's, it's kind of cool. Um, but that's the, reading Lady X Men is what I've been really into. It's written very well, and I'm glad that there's like a woman editor. Uh, the, the the writer and the artists are both men, so mm-hmm. that's kind of like damn straight. It's kind of like <clears throat> so. It's admirable that you did this, but again, it's men telling us stuff about women, and it's like well, the, not the writer. Like, the, right? Is that not the hierarchy? The the artists are the subordinates. Well, it's the writer and the artist are men, but it, the editor is a woman, and the inker is a woman, and someone else is a woman. So it's like it is at least a gender neutral cast. So that's nice. Could you please put in more Kardashians references here? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> misogyny. I can't. There's only one dude in that whole family. I know. 
That, I don't know. Is there another guy? I don't, I don't know. I don't know He's certainly not hot. I right? wanted to say something. I wanted to, I wanted to touch on a hot button issue. Are we're all women in comics. I see. That's right, on the pages with them legs spread. <laughs> I like this new direction right? for Cape Crisis. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, so that's been good. But Brett does not look at me nearly as sternly as Henry does when I start <laughs> talking about oh, Whatever. Uh, that's been good. And then I read, I think we already talked about Superman and Chain the last time I was on, but that seems like a good start. Um, and I, I haven't actually picked it up. It's it's just that four ninety nine price point. Uh, it's weird. But the other thing I did read was the Jay Lee artist, uh, Jay Lee arted um, mm-hmm. Superman, Batman, mm-hmm. or is it Batman Superman? Uh, Jay Lee is one of those artists I really like, but he has that very distinct style yeah. that's really it seems decrepit. Like, Does it? not 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 in a bad way. It just seems like everything's like some kind of su- suffering from some sort of like. Degenerate disease. Everything just yes, seems like every, the world is poisoned, and every muscle in their body is being strained. Yeah, every movement. Like but every, I, I do. I, I mean, the amount of detail and work. I don't know. I like. Yeah. He, I'm not. I will not proclaim I've been in comics as long as you and Hank. But I, like, I can. He's one of the few artists. Like, I can spot his. Yeah, that's Jim Lee. It's cool. Bar- Jay Lee. Jay Lee. What did I say? Jim Lee. Oh, my bad. It's very. Different. I'm talking about a different person. Yeah. Cut all this. Me. Okay. <laughs> I won't. Jay Lee. Yeah, that's that's the spirit. I won't. Uh, yeah, Jay Lee. So uh, that was a good start because it's... Um, I hope we didn't already talk about all this. No, go, go. Uh, just because it, it is kind of that retelling. It, it's supposed to be how Superman and Batman meet in mm-hmm. the new world mm-hmm. because now I think DC is starting its like explanation of New 52, like yeah. the, the, the in-between... So in Justice League, they already had met one another. Or... Yeah, there was like they knew of each other, they I knew guess, of one at another. least. So uh, this is kind of, I guess, the first time they mm-hmm. meet because it is kind of fun seeing, again, these characters meeting. It's, it's a story I'll always be interested to read, and they can do it again and again, and I'll read it every time, of Superman and Batman meeting. Yeah? it's yeah, That's a cool dynamic. I, don't, I, I, like, I like both of them. I love their dynamic together. It's just I don't... It's one of those things... And yeah, they, they know one another. Yeah. Why wouldn't they? They're the, they're the two biggest towns in DC's America. Yeah. They're the lead heroes of, of course, they know of one another. I, I, it's it, all I, the problems with prequels. Like, I don't really care how they met. Well, I, I just not, assume it, they would have crossed paths. It's not so much how... It's not like, how did they meet each other? It's mm-hmm. more just like, at some point, they had to have a first encounter. Or they had to have a, a first... Had, Probably like, a rocky encounter. Yeah, because no matter what, Batman's going to see Superman mm. as infringing on his turf in mm. some way, or Superman is going to see Batman as another as vigilante mm-hmm. that he has got to stop. And that's how it's always going to go down, but it's always whatever that artist, whatever that writer brings to that, mm-hmm. it flavors it differently. Anyway. And Jay Lee does a really good job of that. So if you haven't read the... I, I forget if it's Batman, Superman, or Superman. According, Batman. To Superman it's good. according to Superman logic, which we're... We're sort of done talking about it in a broader sense, guys. Yeah. I'm sorry. We did two Man of Steel episodes. Uh, Batman, Superman would hate Batman and would hunt him down. Probably. In, in, the, in the initial meeting, and then I think because Superman is so virtuous, mm-hmm. uh, he would eventually see that, like, this guy's doing more good than bad. He can get to places I can't. Mm. Like, I can't, even, like, I'm invulnerable, mm-hmm. but I can't fish out every single rat. Like, I just can't. Because he won't dangle them over rooftops and yell Christian Bale style, right? <laughs> um, but there's just there's just the, and that's why the dichotomy of those characters is so cool. It's like here's a guy who's basically a demigod or a straight up god, um, who's effectively unstoppable, mm. and here's how a guy who has no powers <laughs> can actually work around or through him. And it's like that's what's always neat. And seeing the, to me, there's no encounter more interesting than the first time they meet because it's always seeing them size each other up. Mm-hmm. Even in that Batman Superman Adventures cartoon mm-hmm. where they first finally meet that two-parter with Luther or that movie with Lex Luthor and Joker, 
uh, when it right, I think that's right at right between when it left Fox Syndicate, not Syndication, but Fox, and went to WB. I think they kicked that off with a video with a movie, Mm -hmm. and that's where I think they introduced the new art style, where Joker has that kind of green teal face, and Batman has the dark bat on his chest, Mm -hmm. Uh, and that movie uh, is pretty cool. What's it? The Batman Superman. It's called Batman Superman Adventures, or okay, and that's the movie. Henry Um, had to point it out to me that Adventures of Superman is a that the comic is still like a, a carryover from the cartoon show, oh, yeah. at least in, in art style. Adventures of Superman. Oh. And, and only and like the second I did, I, he told me that. Like I look up Comicsology and boom, like oh shit, mm. ah, I, I, didn't, I didn't know it existed. And if you were at, to ask what I would have been reading since Man of Steel, I took advantage of that oh, giant yeah. Superman collection. I've been wow. reading Grant Morrison's Superman Action Comics, Birthright, Secret Origin, Secret Identity. That's all I've been reading, and I'm almost done with Birthright. I have the trade of Superman for all seasons, but I didn't. I have, I have not read it, that. I remember liking it, but I read it like four years ago. So. Dave, you said you were reading comic book. What? Yes. A co- uh, so a, a so single comic admitted book. pedophile mm. talking yes. to us. <laughs> oh, I I well shoot, you can't. You gay bastard! <laughs> Come on, damn pedophiles are not gay. Me. We um, different strokes settled this. I uh, I I recently caught up on The Walking Dead. Uh, and I read the, like the whole comic series. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. no, I was only five behind. Oh, okay. So I, I took the, uh, the, the tack that I would only read in, um, increments of five four. issue, four well, issue. Increments. Well, yeah, they, they do storylines by, well, they do sort of storylines yeah. by four issues. Something to fear. That's yeah. how I've been doing Daredevil and Hawkeye. I, yeah. I specifically wait until there's two or three. I don't know why I haven't read the pizza dog issue yet. <laughs> well, that's at the break of my, like, as yeah. I was reading them. So. I bought it. And I mean, the good thing about Walking Dead is, uh, I think once a new issue goes on sale, the one mm-hmm. before it is drop the dollar. Yeah, like yeah. the one or two before it are drop the yeah, dollar. Yeah, so like, uh, yeah, when I bought and the last they launched at two ninety nine. Yeah. so. So I saw the end of, I forget exactly what the name of the storyline was, but it ends with, um, well, you know, this is the most current issue, but that storyline ends with Rick finally saying, like, we're going to start the plan to... Get yeah. rid of Negan, and what was announced, I think, at the last major comic convention mm-hmm. that Robert Kirkman was at, he said that we're going to start a twelve-issue run. Oh, that is this war, which is like the longest single yeah. storyline they've ever done. Mm. And I've read the first issue of that that oh, just nice. came out today, <gasps> and I, 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 I went in. Went into reading it thinking mm-hmm. like they're not going to progress the story that much, mm-hmm. but they because they, they got eleven more. To they go. got eleven more. This is like a, a like a kind of a war that has to play out over eleven issues and or twelve issues, and they oh, they almost got me and they they made me. I thought they were going to pull the trigger literally, like <laughs> in this issue. With I, I feel like I'm being very spoilery here, but be, uh, be vague. Be yeah, yeah, it, it was. It was a very interesting beginning to a storyline, mm-hmm. though it, it had hints that it would be a very big story. It's, very, it's, yeah, but it's he's just, a nasty character. Yeah, and uh, and I don't think he's letting on to as much power as he might have. I yeah. think when I, the, where I'm at, Negan, this leader of this other faction yeah. of warlike 
people. That not warlike people, but this, he's got his own little cult set aside. Is he the bunch. mayor, the former mayor of the police? Or did he finally get... There was it, the governor. The governor, it, yeah. Because yeah, I read the first omnibus, and I cannot keep anyone's name straight. I'm horrible. This dude's different. He's just, he's, okay. just, he, okay. he's not he's not like a total tyrant. Right. He's got some tyrannical aspects yeah. to him for sure, but just is sort of like, nah, whatever you do against me, yeah. it's going to result in blood and pain. Yeah. And, and he does it with a smile. Yeah. And, he, and his thing is that he goes around to all these different camps and like says, like, give us half your stuff or we'll kill you. Hmm. And, so he's a mobster. Yeah, he's yeah. a mobster. Shaking people down. Yeah, but like you can it's not like the governor where it's just like the governor was brute force. He's kind of mysterious and you don't know how much power he has and that's what kind of plays into the okay. story like and they and people have been in there and they assume like, yeah, he's not there's not that many dudes and I'm like, yeah. holy shit, something terrible is about yeah. to happen. And I mean, it's going to yeah. take place over 12 issues, mm-hmm. so yeah, from what I read, it was an interesting start. It was you know, as the first of 12 issues, mm-hmm. I expected it to be a really slow burn, and it was a little faster than I thought. Right, so so I, I liked it. So as far as uh, big arcing storylines story go that have good resolutions, uh, we're now at the end of Age of Ultron, huh? which, as You're Ultron right. is my favorite villain, uh, because I just love, I think I've already gone into why, but I just love that, like... You cannot like Age of Ultron, then. Did not like Age of Ultron. That is like not, I didn't, a gigantic mis- like certain things they did with it, but yeah, man, they really undersold Ultron. A giant putting mis- Ultron on the cover. A giant misdirect, and it started off like okay, uh, I forgot, I'm getting forgetting the artist's name, Brian Hitch. Yeah, like his crazy like super summer movie letterbox style mm-hmm. artwork is like this is perfect for yeah. a big event, and they're going to do it like twice a month, so this isn't going to take all year. Great. Um, Okay, I didn't really see any Ultron in the beginning. It's just the first issue, second issue. These are all drones. Mm-hmm. Third issue, maybe that's when Vision showed up as not really a Did thing. Did you ever see Ultron ever in I, the present? No, never. Right? I don't. Re- that, I mean, I don't recall the first time I remember you actually see Ultron is the big doofy original one yes. when he shows up when they go back in time. Yes, and that whole part of the story when they're trying to convince Hank not to make him, that is cool. I think Wolverine meeting himself in the alternate dimension was pretty cool, mm-hmm. and what Wolverine ultimately had to do—that's that's a was super cool. Awesome. That's a really cool little little piece of character there. Um, which but again, me, that was the Wolverine saga, and had nothing to do with Ultron. yeah, and had nothing to do with Ultron. And then by the time it was over, it was just like this is about like some alternate dimension, and yeah, it's neat seeing Morgan Le Fay and Iron Man go at mm-hmm. it again, and go at it, and a, a world where magic won. It's like that's cool, but. That's a time travel story, and yeah. Age of Ultron. When you put the the villain's name in the store in the mm. title, it's like, uh, yeah, Age of Apocalypse. Well, Apocalypse. I think we saw Apocalypse. Well, he's barely there for most of it, right? But his presence, his presence is felt, is and they don't spend the whole story undoing it. Mm-hmm. It it it's a you have to deal with this. This mm-hmm. is the status quo for a minute. Yeah, and then this was like the moment the, the moment the status quo was set up, they're undoing it, mm. and also they can have the spoiler at the end, which they've already like outed all over the place. So if you don't want to know, somehow skip like thirty seconds ahead. Bleep, 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 bleep. Waiting for you to fumble out of your pocket, whatever. <laughs> Fucking Angela from Spawn shows up at the end, like worlds have cracked asunder and. Angela has fallen into this. That I don't really understand. And it's just because Henry, I think, explained it. Like how, uh, I forgot the guy's name, but he owns the character, not mm-hmm. Image, not Todd McFarlane. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, Marvel 1, I don't care, whatever. So now Angela's going to be in the Marvel Universe. Because for a second I was like, okay, wait. If they did such crazy time travel stuff mm-hmm. and they broke the, the multiverse, mm-hmm. or I was like, wow, is, is 
Marvel going to have a multiverse? That's a thing. Or is this going to be a zero-hour thing where they're going to reset continuity or a crisis-style thing where it's like Marvel's actually going to pull a DC and be like, mm-hmm. nope, continuity, gone. Mm-hmm. Every And in the age of them making Avengers movies, yeah, that's probably a good idea for them to be like, everyone buy this comic. This is the universal jumping on point. And I would have been probably okay with it. Yeah. But... I get why that's very hard to do. Um, they, they definitely did not do that. They did not do that. <laughs> so instead it was just like, I didn't really see any consequence of this other than mm-hmm. you finally see like a six-panel fight with Ultron where he is not pre- he's not presented as the threat mm-hmm. that he's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. They just beat him up for a minute and then like do the thing. Is the virus uploaded? This plan they set in motion was then flawlessly executed and it's like, what, what? Well, but, Meanwhile, the lead-up for that Avengers 12.1 or whatever issue it was like a year or so ago, where he finally like comes back in after being in space with the Phalanx for so long, and now he comes back, Thor hits him with a hammer, he doesn't even budge, and he's just like, I'm not prepared for this, goodbye, and leaves, and it's like, oh shit, they're gonna get fucked up when he comes back, and then they do, they just wake up and he's won, like, that's a yeah. cool bit, and then they don't do anything with it, I've just, I've never been that disappointed with something, like still, House of M even is like, Here's an alter, alter, ugh, a reality altering event, mm-hmm. and Magneto is featured fairly prominently in it. I mean, maybe still not as much as the name would suggest, but it's still like you feel this everywhere. Mm-hmm. And the moment it starts, it's not about undoing the status quo. Yeah, maybe someone in there. I can't. It's been six, seven years since I read House of M, but it, it hasn't for me. I, I did it within the last year, it, it and, and the ramifications were felt all over the Marvel universe, and it was constantly brought up in, in, yeah. in comics that had nothing to do with yeah. mutants. Yeah, and I and I get why it's harder and harder now, because it's like Mark Wade's doing his thing with Daredevil. Mm-hmm. I don't really want to see Age of Ultron infect this, what he's, this momentum he's got. I get it. Well, I mean, but also, I, I've only read the first five issues of that Daredevil, but it, that shit's decidedly low key and away from all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, but it's also like, well, if they changed reality, mm. then uh, mm. surely Daredevil would have been caught up. In I never, somewhere. I would never ever post a spoiler, but I did for a, the last issue, of, uh, last last issue of Age of Ultron, which was just Miles Morales Spider Man staring at Galactus. That was cool. Which is a fun moment, and like, please understand that can't possibly lead to anything. Yeah, it was just a glimpse. It's of just supposed to be fighting. like for this split second everything seemed to be unified and it was like that's cool mm-hmm. and then I mean well, did, Nate, you, did you read AI? the one after it? yeah Age of Ultron uh, AI which is leading into Avengers AI which is Hank Pym leading up um, a squadron of all synthetic intelligence oh goody of Vision. well Vision's there yeah, no, I haven't read that. I, I haven't. I, I don't know if that that issue is out yet. There's also Infinity is about to start, which I'm always more interested in the cosmic stuff. Yeah, which is why the Avengers or uh, Annihilation Conquest was mm-hmm. so cool to me because it was all the cosmic stuff plus Ultron. It was so neat. Well, in, in that sense, did you you've been following the news, man? Fucking somebody like Vin Diesel. Mm. Never thought I'd love Vin Diesel. <laughs> as much as I do right now. But then we saw Fast Five and Six. Fast and... Five, and then like just how fucking. He's not even a big star, but he's got like enough fuck you money. Like, yeah, yeah. meeting with Marvel. Yeah, so that what? was going to say today. Uh, well, actually, as we record this, he tweeted, or not not tweeted, but post on Facebook, meeting Marvel today. Wish Hank was here to do his Vin Diesel impression. Only the people in the room can tell you what was discussed. P.S. Thanks to our page for pushing to make it happen. You know, I got tunnel vision with my work. Yo. So he just said tunnel vision. Mm-hmm. 
the word visions in there, and that's the thing he's been long it was, rumored to it was, play. It was that's what I hadn't heard of. I, I forgot about is that he he had changed his Facebook avatar years ago to Vision. To Vision, huh. and uh, Scarlet Witch. Whedon has been pretty honest or upfront about like she will be in Avengers Two. Period. Uh, Quicksilver and, and Scarlet Witch right. will be in Avengers, and um, what they they get married, right? Vision, Vision and, and, yeah, Vision and Scarlet, and Scarlet Witch. Witch eventually. I, mean, I, I love the rumor more of like, there is no better Thanos than Vin Diesel <laughs> and voice and sculpt. Please, you know who? There's nobody better to deliver cornball one one liners in an evil tone than Vin <laughs> Diesel. Think of every Thanos line you love delivered by the Iron Giant. Yeah, it all of. works. Yeah, I still feel like they might have Thanos be CG. And then just have like someone voice him. I mean, there there is an actor who's played him. Has been in interviews, and for all intents and purposes, he might be he might be that actor because again, it's, you don't need a fucking like a recognizable human being right. with that much makeup. Yeah. And then they keep talking. I thought I heard for sure he plays a part in Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, well, so there was also that. Uh, let's see, Guardians of the Galaxy casting news that happened. Mm. Um, who else? Gibby. Wait, does so, Henry do this in the first half, or is this second half? Are we breaking? No, we we segue. No, into... Henry's allowed, Dave. All right. Don't even mm. bring it up. No. Stop. Dave, say Henry. Henry. No. <laughs> no. So it's Chris... no Henry, not no Henrys, because that means we can have one. Neither. Literally, literally no. <laughs> no, that that one works. Uh, so Chris Pratt coast. Posted a picture of him uh, buffed the hell out yeah, to be uh, Peter Quill, uh, Star-Lord. Um, but uh, also, Benicio Del Toro... Uh, well, these are, I guess, rumors. Uh, I don't Finster? think I don't think these have been completely like nailed down. But Benicio Del Toro is the collector, who is like this ancient, ancient character from like the beginning of time, and then decides yes. he's going to go save every world by taking pieces of it and putting it on these like museum worlds. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's kind of a good guy in that know. he's gonna Brainiac just did the same thing yeah he's sort of a Brainiac thing but having Collector there mm-hmm. uh, Benicio Del Toro that's crazy uh, Lee Pace as Ronan the Accuser who could forget Ronan the Accuser uh, Ronan the Accuser is the lead of the Cree, leader of the Cree. Oh. Uh, he has another hammer, like leader of the Cree's military. He was big in uh, uh, the Annihilation yes. story from a while back. He's a cool character. Um, and then Karen Gillian as Nebula, mm-hmm. um, who Nebula, you know, is uh, Thanos' daughter mm-hmm. or half daughter or whatever it is. Um, but the fact that all three of those characters are in it are one I, as as a nerd ass for Marvel's cosmic shit. This is really ticking my boxes. I know, but like, doesn't every, every one of those pieces of casting news were like, I, I've read a couple of like the last Guardians of the Galaxy and Bendis is Guardians of the Galaxy, and like yeah. if I don't recognize the name, like guys, slow down. Yeah. Like there's a lot to grasp in this cosmic saga of yours by yeah. the mainstream public. I'm a little surprised they would have Ronan Nebula Collector in one movie. Plus, you have to introduce all the fuck of John C. Riley is playing the leader of Nova Corps. <laughs> so yeah, that's a. That's a lot of that's, that's a lot a of shit lot. to digest in one movie. So I they haven't even got to the talking tree and the Scottish raccoon. Yes, we don't know who's it's playing gonna them be, yet. It's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be a clusterfuck. <laughs> like there's no way to pull this together. Like this is yeah. so much. So I'm hoping that some of these rumors uh, are just rumors. I, super the movie Super just came on Netflix, 
and it's from James Gunn, the director and writer of Guardians of the Galaxy. Right. And Super is so much fucking fun. Rain Wilson as a well, Batman as uh, superhero with no money and no mm, power and no strength. That's what I mean. That's what this needs to be is fun. Yeah, and, and if you've seen Slither or oh, Lolly, yeah. he wrote Lollipop Chainsaw, part of Lollipop Chainsaw. <laughs> so the dude knows fun, knows pulp. So I have infinite faith. Infinite faith. I'm just see Lee Pace's in it. Like I haven't seen him since that one show he did where he made pies and could touch people and then they would come back to life. What the what is fuck, that? Dave? Raising date, Ra- no, pushing, pushing, pushing daisies. Pushing daisies. I like that show. No, a lot of people love that show, right? I think Henry didn't like it. Was I think it a he thought of, it was, it was a lot too of, cute. I heard, I heard a lot of pedophiles like that show. Mm. <laughs> 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 That's what we call. And yeah, that was brought. That I can't believe that sound effect was brought in for a <laughs> tasteful episode about homosexuality. Yeah, now it's um, uh, LGBT rights, and now it's been used to yeah. you know, look at you. marginalize my friends. What have I become? I reckon. I think Pushing Days is on Netflix. Just watch it. It's look, give it a few episodes. But what, what's it's, it's a nice premise. It's yeah, cute. I like the premise. Uh, mm-hmm. what, what's crazy about this though is like the Avengers introduced the Chitari, which are the Skrulls, mm-hmm. um, even though they don't shape shift in the movie, so that's weird. But they developed that over time, didn't they? Well, the Chitari is the ultimate universe word mm-hmm. for it, but it's like there is still the Skrulls, but they could already do that in mm-hmm. Ultimates number one. Mm-hmm. So it's like that's they're the Skrulls, mm-hmm. but. With Ronan, you now have to introduce the Kree. And then with Nebula, it's, well, I'm a space pirate. Okay, that's not too hard. You can wrap your mind around that. Got it. Ronan is like, I don't know. It's, it's just going to be a, a lot to digest. And then to also think, like, with all those characters, they also directly all point to Thanos. You can't yeah. have those three characters. Ronan, not, not as much, but, like, Nebula, Jesus Christ. And mm-hmm. Collector starts going down that path, too. Because mm-hmm. I think he has one of the Infinity Gems, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, at some point, I think he has one of them. Mm-hmm. I think the Thanos quest—that's uh, one of the people he goes to. But uh, that just goes like, okay, well, no doubt he's in Avengers too because mm-hmm. he's teased at the end of Avengers, mm-hmm. um, and that's the only other thing that's teased enough to call all those. Forget the in, forget the uh, in canon movie mm-hmm. canon reasoning why you need the characters. Thanos is the only villain that they could have to warrant getting all those actors and salaries together. To put him on a screen, like mm. you already tried Galactus and it didn't work because you didn't put him in a, the, it's an awesome cloud, a great great cloud, fine cloud, um, but yeah, <laughs> such a shame. And then uh, because that's back when they had to shy away from goofy shit. And mm. like even the Green Lantern movie, which we all have different feelings on, it's like mm. I love. And same thing with Man of Steel, mm. did not back down yeah. from the space opera. Hear it, deal with it or don't. And by by completely f- owning it, it's like you can. You can do it, but when you see a weird compromise like a cloud, I can't look at that. It's just CG. Like, it's mm-hmm. not even a fake big dumb human in a purple suit. It's mm-hmm. just a cloud. That's actually less interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway. Uh, but that's... T- big dumb giant and bend mask. It's just like, so you have all these characters in Guardians of the Galaxy who are then going to have to somehow lead up to Avengers 2, because that's the last movie before Avengers 2. Mm-hmm. So that's going to have to be the thing that sets the stage. Uh- so it's like I don't know our, if that's the last movie before Avengers two. It is. There will wait a while. Phase three starts with Ant Man, which is after Avengers three uh, two. Um, I don't know. I find it hard to believe with with we have oh, Captain wait. America and Thor. Captain America Thor this year. This and then year. Next year. So yeah. then in, after in the year between Galaxy and Avengers, it's August. It comes out in August though. 
they don't come out in the same year, do they? No, it's August, and then Avengers will be what May or mm-hmm. May May fifteenth. Well, yeah, it's like well, for lack of a better, like eleven to twelve months separating one another. That's so there could like, be another it's character like seven months. there. Here and there, here and there. I have, I have some but they haven't even announced it, though. That's why I'm like, they... they I'm be so excited, because I might be at the thing where they do mm. uh, D23 this August, where I guarantee you they will announce the new Star Wars title. Oh, uh, really? Ah. Well, that's where... Dis- like, before it was like the big Disney nerd event. Yeah. If you're into Disney, Anna, come here and we'll tell you what we, what we have planned for Donald Duck that the rest of the world will ignore. And, and, then, and then they bought they bought the Muppets, and then they bought Marvel, and that became the place where, like, yeah, come here, get the biggest news in the world and the biggest brands in the world, well, and now got, they also have Star Wars. Right. There's also Comic-Con, though. It's true. It's kind of the perfect place to do it's it, true. too. Comic-Con, that's where they did it the year before. They uh, announced their entire slate. Yeah. And I mean, I'm, I'm a little curious. Man, I want to see Edgar Wright's hand. Man, so bad. Yeah, uh, that rumor is running high with Army Hammer. Even though oh, yeah. <laughs> I do, I like Army Hammer. I think because I've only seen the Social Network with him in it. But uh, he's rumored to be Ant Man. But currently tanking the shit out of yeah. Lone Ranger. Yeah. More like Lone Viewer. Hey, t- oh. <laughs> what you doing? But uh, it, it just uh, even if I mean they're just Marvel's just very, done a very good job at casting. Like Guardians of the Galaxy is like. A borderline unmarketable thing. Yeah. And they're getting good people to not just direct it, but star in it. Like, put their faces in it. And that's to... Sometimes that can hinder something, because there's just too many... Like, you got Arnold Schwarzenegger to be Mr. Freeze. Good God, why? Well, it sucks. But this seems more like we're trying to actually fit people to the characters. It sucks that it takes one failure for the executives to grab the reins. And like, alright, now our notes just became 6,000 times more meaningful. Yeah. And... The first failure they have, like, man, the reins are going to get... Yeah. Uh, but, I, I mean, it's it's. Uh, we should probably take a break. I think I that guess. kind of exhausts uh, what Ooh. we can say about all that. But uh, it's exciting times. And uh, it's actually an article that Superhero Hype posted that I want to mm-hmm. talk about when we get back. Awesome. And uh, we'll be back in a second. Hey, guys. Welcome to the Brump Brewer. Um, <laughs> I already fucked this up. Hank makes it sound so easy. Um, we're recording this after the show is over, and I think a couple of us are going to squeeze in things we didn't talk about beforehand as part of our break and plug segment, but yeah. this is where we plug our, uh, our website, lasertimepodcast.com. We have forums there. We ask questions in this show every week, and you answer them, and we read them back on the forums to create discussions, which they generally do. Um, it also works with Game Apocalypse and lasertimepodcast.com, or Laser Time the Show, uh, cheap popcast as well, and um, VG, uh, VG Game Apocalypse and VG Empire. Yeah, yeah, I've had a little bit to drink. <laughs> Me too. But uh, you can you can support us by clicking on the PayPal button and donating whatever you want. We really appreciate all that. We're trying to come up with some incentives for you guys to continue donating. We, you know, we believe it's totally worth it. Thank you. We we depend on that more than anything right now. As well, if you want to support the site and buy a piece of merch, we have. The Laser Time store. We also have the easiest way to support the site in the known universe, which is just by buying Amazon products through our site. You can go to lasertimepodcast.com. You'll see a list of recommendations on the right hand sidebar. Occasionally, an article where we give away $20 just for commenting. There's still one up now yep. featuring Porter from Animal Crossing and uh, Deadpool in the image. Two great tastes that 
go okay together. I think you called it the top releases of January. Well, because I could not uh, <laughs> could not squeeze in uh, an article every week. It was the one article of January. Uh, what? How am I supposed to do it every week? I don't even know what the fuck is. Shut up! Uh, <laughs> but we do that. We, we do that by recommending things to people, and an easy way to recommend is Hanks. I didn't get to talk about it in the show, but I was at the Anime Expo. Again, don't know or give a shit a lot about anime, but I was overwhelmed by one specific thing during that whole convention, and that was um, Attack, uh, Attack on Titan. It's a show I've never heard of, I've never seen one thing of, but it represented the most cosplay, the most material, the most merchandise, to where like I should probably check this out. Watch one episode, and I watched seven more. And then I watched four more later, and now I'm caught up completely. It's on Hulu right now. You can find all these products on Amazon.com. You can find the manga on there. But it's uh, basically a show about a bunch of walled-in human beings who have to fight off horribly creepy, giant versions of human beings with no genitals who wish only to eat them. So it's, it's like a little bit of... For lack of a better term in the first part, Shadow of the Colossus meets The Walking Dead. Hmm. Walking Dead because... It's hopeless, and everybody you meet constantly dies, and everybody fails, and hmm. there's an air of hopelessness hmm. around fighting this thing the whole time. Interesting. And for some reason, these giant human beings with, like, you imagine a 30-foot human being with a giant smile on his face who can't speak and wishes nothing more than to eat all of you. In broad daylight, it's like the most brilliant horror device I've ever seen. Just You, you get to a window, and it's like the uh, overbearing <laughs> girlfriend. Right. <laughs> And just they want to swallow you whole. Really cool show, and that will explain the music that comes up. Well, and uh, as we descend further into Brett's basement, mm. I was Chris's cavern. Jesus, Chris's cavern, <laughs> digging deeper into Brett's basement. Um, this is all underneath Hank's corner, by the way. Yes. Hank's yeah. corner has many layers, like the Ministry of Magic. It, it goes, it goes down pretty far. Um, please, Animal Crossing if, basement. I haven't requested a Photoshop in a long time, but mm. if someone could make a great three quarters view of Hank's corner that leads into Chris's cavern, Brett's basement, and then ultimately we'll get to Dave. Yeah, but uh, that would make my fucking month. <laughs> it really would. So in Brett's basement, we're going to talk about. Uh, best of all, this is free. Uh, in tune with my VG Empire show, which is mm-hmm. VGEmpire.com, which is affiliated loosely with Laser Time Podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Confusing, tangled tapestry we live in. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's a game music podcast. Uh, we just did our 50th episode. We've done a Rocket Knight Adventures. We've done Battletoads. We've done Zelda, Streets of Rage, a sports episode somehow. Cavalcade of uh, Sports. Donkey Kong Country, GoldenEye, all kinds of stuff. Um, game music's my lifeblood. I love it. Um, but uh, if you're a fan at all of that, or specifically Final Fantasy VI, Overclocked Remix, ocremix.org, just put out their 74-track, four-disc Final Fantasy wow. VI remix album. Uh, every single song, but it's got people like Vert, mm-hmm. who's Danny Kaufman, mm-hmm. uh, Jake, not Danny Kaufman, <laughs> Jake Kaufman, uh, Vert of, of A Way Forward, who did the soundtrack for DuckTales Remastered, mm-hmm. as well as D- uh, Double Dragon uh, Neon, mm-hmm. Adventure Time, and all kinds of good stuff. Also has Danny Baranowski of Super Meat Boy, um, plus a ton of like well-known OC remix people. Uh, Final Fantasy VI is one of the greatest soundtracks of gaming ever, and this this massive free labor of love from people who really give a shit. I've met all these overclocked people; they're all awesome. Uh, go download it. Tell everyone you know that likes game music at all. This is free, good stuff, and it runs the gamut from rock to techno to 
trance to orchestral to acoustic to whatever. It's it's all great. Uh, but yeah, check it out. It's ocremix.org, and I think up there at the top they've got... It's called Balance and Ruin, which is a reference to the world of balance and the world of ruin in Final Fantasy VI. Uh, absolutely free. It's well worth your time. And at the very bottom is Dave's Dungeon. Yes! Ooh. Where uh, it... Lays 400 Days Walking Dead DLC. Ooh. It's a uh, it's post the first season, and it's a uh, it's leading into the second season of the Telltale's Walking Dead series. Mm-hmm. And it, it for the most part, it's pretty good. It, it's five standalone stories, and from these five stories, uh, they haven't revealed how much it will play into season two, mm-hmm. but it seems like it will play a somewhat big part. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, it, it, it takes a few little cues from season one, takes some of your decisions and, like, plays them out into these five people that you haven't met before, but there are some cameos and some cool things, and it's only five bucks, and I'm guessing that if you played the first season of The Walking Dead, you're already super invested in the story and Telltale's way of presenting this story, which I argue is probably the best of, of all of the various Walking Dead, wow. uh, like... You know, like the comic's good, but it, you know, it's been going on for over a hundred issues. So, mm-hmm. you know, Sorry sometimes, sometimes it, yeah, sometimes it's not so good. Show Urgh. shows had, you know, had an entire season that wasn't so great. So, Tell, <laughs> Telltale is probably doing it the best right now, and they still are. And this isn't quite their best work, but it's pretty close to it, and I really enjoyed it. So, getting terrified. Just play. I didn't mention that later on that last year at Comic Con. Which is one of the more devastating events happened yeah. in my Walking Dead world in the comics, and I imagine something like that will happen again. There's something like that in in Four Hundred Days. No, but I'll read it. Just violence-wise, not like character-wise. Okay. But there you go. So that now let's go out from Dave's dungeon through Brett's basement, back up through Chris' cavern, back up to Hank's corner, and back to the show. Excelsa slop. At this point, he's done Hank's pick of the week. Oh God, one of us has to do that. (laughs) One of us, one of us has done that. Oh, all right. Correction, please. All right. Um, So one of the things I uh, wanted to talk about. uh, Oh, another piece of news before we took the break was. um, uh, did you guys see the Spider-Man and Electro cover for Entertainment Weekly? Yeah, it was disgusting. What do you guys think of uh, Jamie Foxx's Electro there? I will say, I translucent skin. I will never not love Jamie Foxx because Booty Call is a great movie. <laughs> I'm totally uh, being totally serious. Blame it on the alcohol. Living color, uh, but I really don't like that version of Electro. It's weird. It's very fish-like. It's uh, weird. Well, two things. One, it looks exactly like the alien uh, that Jordy LaForge turns into in the Star Trek episode Identity Crisis. I was just going to say that. I know. I know you were. I know we were on the same page. <laughs> Um, but it looked like just Google like Star Trek Identity Crisis, and if it doesn't, <laughs> okay, Captain it, Goofy. Let me, let me see. 
I also get an alienation vibe off of it. I can see that. If you you turned it back into human pigment for Jimmy Fox, that would be the alienation. Wow. Does it not look just like it? Uh, Yeah, he looks like a Tron version of uh, (laughs) a fish. No, what is his name? Louis Gossett Jr. in Enemy Mind. Oh, yes. Yeah, it's very similar to that. Um... But yeah, that I do like the Spider-Man costume, the big mm-hmm. eyes, and it looks closer yeah. to classic Spidey. Uh, I wasn't a fan of the first movie, so I want to like this one. So Is it are his eyes bigger in two than they were in one? Uh, I mean, that mask, those eyes do look bigger. I mean, what I, an I, I unnecessary improvement. Well, say. they oh. should be bigger, like because the movie, the Tobey Maguire movies, those eyes are way too small. Yeah. it's like it, it's much more emotive and like a, a quirky look. Say Asian. No, it's just like a cool, like emo- very emotive. Like there's a because when you look at Spider-Man, even though it's a mask, you still sense a face. Mm-hmm. It's that's Spider-Man's face, and those small eyes was like that's not Spider-Man's face. That's like a mm-hmm. Hollywood movie thing. Oh, his eyes this stretch is, over his forehead. This is getting closer to like that looks like Spider-Man's mm-hmm. fucking face. Whatever Spider-Man needs to emote though yeah. in the movie, yeah, he's take off the mask. Take off that <laughs> mask and act up a storm, Garfield. I was the, the legacy that the Toby Madge uh, Spider-Mans have left is I think 16 times today on Facebook alone. Uh, I see he... comments with Toby Maguire crying gifts. <laughs> All unique and different like snowflakes. That is the sobbiest sad sack movies trilogy. And when he's not flying and fucking swinging by American flags, he's crying. Uh, anyway, after Molina, great duck up. But uh, the other thing that gets me about this costume is that is super comic booky. He's got like a lightning bolt pattern on his arm. And like it's getting close to molded bodysuit Batman and Robin, Batman Forever uh, yeah. thing, and it's got these plugs on it, and I'm like, yeah. That lightning bolt serves no purpose whatsoever. That lightning bolt is like, I have made a costume, <laughs> which you know maybe they'll make it work in the movie. I don't know, but I don't have a problem with that vision of Electro because it's like that's basically the ultimate version. I'm sure most of the time I wouldn't be surprised if he's just pure energy or no suit or whatever. I don't know, but. I don't know if you, I just wanted to pose what you guys thought in the comments um, or I, in the well, forums. I, I, am, I am a huge fan of Ultimate uh, Spider-Man. I really am. Like given that, like I know every inch of that Spider-Man universe. Mm-hmm. I know it up and down. But you know, I feel like I should be more comfortable with them tackling that in the movies. I'm just I don't know what what is wrong with me. What am I missing here? I I don't like the idea of a uh, strong father figure. Hmm. <laughs> It was funny, but uh, <laughs> really didn't get to my Spider-Man question. I don't know something. something... I, think, I think it dug a little too deep. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Um, I didn't mean to derail the whole I show. I mean, met a guy recently who told me he beat up my father all the time. And... Jesus. Yeah, that happened. <laughs> That's not cool. I know. I wasn't. And what I really hate about the guy is that he had this thick California accent. Like, you know, we were just kids, so. <laughs> Like everything swirly, everything changes, man. Like it's it's cyclical, like <laughs> right in front of you, man. Hey, you want to go do some shrooms? Some shrooms or something? <laughs> My kid was just born. We're gonna celebrate with some quaaludes. We had a live birth in the tub. <laughs> oh. It's all going back to one person. <laughs> P.S. P- I live in. I should, uh, none of that. None of what I said actually existed. Uh. Uh, <laughs> um, another piece of news. What's that? Uh, 
League of Extraordinary Gentlemen is coming to TV? Yeah, potentially. What? Which is good, because, like... I mean, it is a better format. I, I, like, as ignorant as I was to comics, I cannot believe there are certain people's consciousness when you say League of Extraordinary Gentlemen will think of a BBC series. What? <laughs> right. Some people got that. Uh, the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, or... What's that called? It was on Comedy Central for, like, yeah, two that, seasons. Yeah, that sketch show with yes. British people. Yes, like... <sighs> Three British that? guys, um, or or they're going to think of the movie, which is a fucking shame. You mean LXG? Yeah, LXG. Come they're on, gonna think of LXG. <laughs> the movie has its fans, I'm sure. I know. You mean Sean Connery's not coming back? To no, television? no. But like that is like the All Stars. That's the fucking Avengers of uh, literary history. They yeah. have a right to exist in. Oh, I know. Quartermain. Awesome. I mean, big time, big time. Stop uh, it. Resonate with the... talking about Invisible Man here, Captain Nemo. As uh, part of this group, Invisible like, Man. You mean from a uh, Mystery Man? No, no. God damn it! Why I heard he pilots the, what I am saying. I heard he pilots the Nautilus. The Nautilus. <laughs> Fruits of the sea. Take <laughs> it alone, only to me. Um, yes. Was apparently the 2003 movie was Sean Connery's last role. No, really? What was the film he was in theatrically? I thought he I, again. Somebody jumped on me for. The, I thought he was the voice of Jesus Lion in Lion of No, Lion of that's Qui Well, I thought, but he did the other, like the next couple. I'm in, sure they. Like, the Dawn there Treader. was only one other one. Prince in, Caspian. I. <laughs> when we were like 16 years old. My er, my friend bought a tow a towable camper from the Christians next door. And it was called the Dawn Treader. God. And I never knew about Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. I knew that was the place we went to look at pornography and smoke pot. <laughs> the Dawn Treader, I didn't know it was so tarnished. Well, good luck, uh, good luck trying to get LXG to work on TV. I, I, it is true. like those. I uh, think it has way more room to work on television. Yeah, it does. Try, try not to make all these like super special characters seem really special yep. in 60 minutes. It seems yeah. impossible. Just let them have their time. They can all have their unique moments on television, and they're all fucking public domain. And they're open to interpretation. Be weird. Be cool with them. Alan so, Moore did. So the Superhero story says, uh, in conjunction with Fox, uh, a put pilot has been ordered from the series, meaning it will likely air even if a series isn't ordered. Mm. Uh, Michael Green from Heroes and Smallville will serve <laughs> as the writer and executive producer, a showrunner if the pilot is picked up. Uh, Alan Moore was quoted as saying, grunt, grunt, grunt. Grunt. <laughs> Smash rocks Who on cares? Give me my money. No, give me my money. I'll um, watch that show when they take it from my cold dead beard. <laughs> also, apparently, uh, the viral marketing for Godzilla has started, and I need to check this out in more thoroughness. My biggest uh, May 16th, 2014, everybody. My biggest Comic-Con issue is that Comic-Con is nearly upon us. I'll be there. Brad, you will be there. I will be there. Um, the Godzilla footage they showed at the last Comic-Con and the Ant-Man footage they showed at the last Comic-Con I haven't fucking seen yet. Yeah. Like, I haven't seen... I don't, I'm not sure if that's ever happened before. I want to see this perspective footage, and I think that was all made before a, a frame of the film was shot. I want to see this shit, too. Yep. Give me. I know. There's a website called GodzillaEncounter.com, and you can go to sign up for Godzilla updates from legendary pictures, but you can also, like, see the equivalent of, like, people writing, uh, there's something out there in the water... It's a lizard. Oh, man. <laughs> it's well, a lizard. But <laughs> Damn it. I didn't have my sound effect window open. Is uh, anybody still looking forward to Pacific Rim? Uh, well, by the time this airs, we will have seen it. Yes. I'm 
cautiously optimistic. I want to love it. I like everyone involved and everything about this. And as a Godzilla Did nerd, you see ass, the the uh, Hideo Kojima yes. tweets. Kojima's tweets were, "Who are you if you're Japanese and don't love this movie? How dare you? <laughs> you are not a man." But just the way he wrote about it, I do not mean to spoil anything, and I like everybody. Uh, I, I, I love this movie forever. Is this... <laughs> Nothing will sway my opinion. I have delayed Metal Gear Solid Five indefinitely. It's like because you, I need to rewrite. It, it sounded like if you like, if I'm a rock star and like this businessman walked into my show and I rocked this fucking world and he came up to me after the show, I thought that was pretty great. My life has <laughs> now changed. And I'm sir, you're an alien, and that's, that's exactly his his praise of Pacific Rim was like this level-headed being. Like I've been observing your universe for some time. <laughs> like, this has decided given me pause. You made me loosen my collar, <laughs> and I uh, have rethought my life. Has anybody seen Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Here, I know Elston hasn't, so I'm guessing I asked. I've him. seen some episodes. I have. Uh, do you know Charlie Day is in Pacific Rim? Yeah, because he has that one jokey line, like pretty awesome huh? well that's uh, somebody made a video uh, online <laughs> called it, it's always sunny in Pacific Rim mm. and <laughs> so what's the deal little fella well that's classified so I couldn't tell you even if I wanted to <laughs> but it is pretty cool I don't know why that works <laughs> as an interlude or as an opening yeah, but then it just it does the same credit sequence right. over footage of Pacific Rim, like people running uh, away from uh, neon <laughs> monsters. I can't wait to watch this movie. I yeah, really it's going to be good. super fun. Is the line not? Is the title card after that? Mac has something pretty. No, cool. it was. Hold on, it, it definitely had a title a title card. Let me see what it is. But it is pretty cool. Charlie builds a robot. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Charlie! I apologize. Charlie Day, Charlie Day, who should have been Deadpool. Yeah. Never gonna let that go. Never oh, listen to that. That's 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 yeah. as normal. I do. Be. I still think whatever Ryan Reynolds in the opening of that Wolverine movie, he, I think he embodies it fairly well. Uh, naturally, what they do with Deadpool in that movie is just unforgivable. <laughs> Decapitate. Terrific. <laughs> Oh, man. But uh, but in that opening, he is obnoxious. He doesn't shut up, and it's like you could have done something with this. But now he's Green Lantern, and now he's neither of them. So who cares? Well, he's done interviews where like, dude, I'll probably do both. I I, I would do both again for the right reasons, but it's not my fault these movies die, and it's not. He's it's he, not his fault. It's no. not his fault at all. Like you're an okay Green Lantern, probably a better Deadpool. I thought he was fine as Deadpool. Like oh, I, he's, for the, the one second you see a Deadpool well, aspect of no, Deadpool. That's the thing. He's only got like maybe two scenes before mm-hmm. that part of his that movie just disappears forever. Mm-hmm. But it's like in those moments I was like, okay, I'm feeling it. And then he's gone and then he shows up again and it's just like, what the fuck is this? Uh, back to back. Um, uh, oh, but, yeah. I was great in that movie. <laughs> you were. And Sphere. Oh, tour de Force. <laughs> Pretty great. Uh, but Superhero Hype also has this article up... Uh, I don't know if we want to continue a Man of Steel discussion. Why not? But uh, it's this article. Uh, I know something happened in Justice League recently that leads into a lot of our criticism of Man of Steel. Really? Yes. Uh, but they put up an article, uh, Nine Ways Man of Steel Makes a DC Movie Universe More Difficult. Hmm. Uh, 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 uh. And uh, one of them, number one, is... Uh, rather, these are going backwards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> number one is Man of Steel was way too big. Where do you go from here? Wait, hold on. <laughs> that, fuck, that fucking trumpet. Uh, number one is uh, <laughs> I love it. It's way too. I don't know. That's that's no argument. Like, well, the the, the bit was like you introduce it with Zod, world breaking machines, mm-hmm. 
city leveling fight and sequels usually escalate and this one won't mm-hmm. like how because even Brainiac if he shows up it's like he'll have some kind of world eating machine or world harvesting machine that's going to look very similar mm-hmm. if you have Luther him fighting it's like how do you top that fight with Zod like that goes on for years mm-hmm. um, so they're suggesting like you know zoom in a bit and, and one of our criticisms was like yeah Superman did uh, spoilers for Man of Steel you've likely heard already I'll give you 10 seconds to take this out of your jogging shorts and hit skip <laughs> but uh, he kills Zod and yes. then uh, and our hopes for a future <laughs> but he kills Zod and then we were like oh boo man, that's not Superman but it's like true that does give someone like Luthor leverage in a sequel to be like who the fuck is this alleged savior alien who just he's no better than it us open, it opens up the world but I I'm so sick of that. Like, I want to see a superhero embrace like we all probably would should they save the day. Like, every time... You know what? The depiction of the public yeah. every time when a superhero appears, he's a menace. I want him gone. Like, I have a stronger opinion of the public to, like... Yeah. No, if this guy got immediate results on something, yeah. morons would love that. Yeah, There's no true. way they wouldn't. Give, make him the president. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be everybody but Fox News who's like, I don't know, ultimate power comes ultimate responsibility. They would be the ones doing that. Everybody else would be cheering this asshole along. So you're saying Rupert Murdoch is J. Jordan Jameson? No, no. I would say if he could put a fucking logo on Superman's butthole, he fucking would. Have him fly around all day long. That Corp. would be prime placement for him. <laughs> it probably would. Probably would. Uh, so, I don't get that joke, but uh, number two is uh, casting it, it around... just the word hole. Everything else would Well, no, soft. like, Superman's flying. Okay, You're going to be it. seeing his butt. Oh, I got it. Okay. Uh, I'm re- kind of reading these as we go. I'm pulling a Henry here. Mm-hmm. Uh, casting around Henry Cavill and the new Batman, whoever that might be. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the biggest positives, uh, Man of Steel, Henry Cavill makes a great Superman. I think just all, here, baby. I think we all kind of agree that. Uh, but once he's in that costume, he's convincing Superman... Um, Oh, uh, that's truly... <laughs> I can only imagine he's going to be as good or better as Clark Kent in the next movie as well, so how do you cast around that? Let's face it, at least 90% of moviegoers and comic fans, if not more, would love to see Clark Kent Superman in the same room as Christian Bale's Bruce Wayne Batman. Who knows if that will happen? It also doesn't make it, sense. Bale said that will never happen, right. and I can see how he'd never let that happen. Right, yeah, Bale... I don't see that. Uh, solution they offer is... Uh, Casting a relative unknown as Superman was smart, but you probably can't do that with Wonder Woman and some of the others thinking outside the box. Ah, fuck this. Here's how, here's this, how this entire point is uh, rambling. Don't cast, don't cast Batman. Like, yeah, find, some, find a celebrity big enough that... Adam West. Uh, wow, that'll really Adam West. Guy. He's old. It's Kingdom Come Batman. Uh, if you do Man of Number Three, if you do Man of Steel 2 in 2015 or 16, won't that make it even harder to introduce other characters? Yep. Mm, I don't know. Can't you just... Load it with cameos. Well, it just like when you think of Batman's menagerie, there's a lot more to work with than when I think of Superman's menagerie. I mean, we know they're going to the Luther thing, mm-hmm. and it is weird how, how like um, most superhero movies in the modern day have kept the big, big, big uh, villain adversary for the second film. Yeah. Whereas I think in this case they did kind of like, well, let's just throw it out there in the first one. Yeah, Zod. Should follow Luther if anything, and I, I do. What I do love, I hate saying this, but I do love about the original Superman tetralogy. That's what we call four movies. People, That's true, uh, is that Gene Hackman is there the whole, like Luther's not gone. Right, he's there the whole time. 
He's he's around. Sometimes he's comical and awful, but he's still there. And not no, a I, conversation starter. Right, no, I agree. I'm just trying to read. As, as I go through Should've this... Should have got these feelers out. No. As I go through this list, I'm like, I don't really have any talking points on these things. because it's I like, think it's one of those things where you create a list to get people talking. About yeah, but as I, even as I'm reading it, I'm like, I don't really get like... Uh, also, I'm drunk, so it's hard to <laughs> process this stuff. But it's like, I think this point is supposed to be like, if we wait this long... It'll be like 2015 or 16 by the time we get well, to a, another then, Superman movie. So becomes, how can you do a how can you do a world building thing? But it's like it becomes remember, a Superman universe and not a DC. Universe. Right, but it's yeah. like remember Avengers took 2008 to 2012 to happen. So mm-hmm. they, they took four years to build yeah, that. But, they, but we all know that DC doesn't have any movies in between. Right, that's there the thing. There was one they character in that universe yeah. is effectively closed. Yeah, and I just think uh, you know, I think I I, I, I don't know. I, to Superman is supposed. I, I think it's a double-edged sword. For, I think for a really horrible, in a horrible way, is supposed to set up the universe for DC, and I don't think you do it with Superman. Well, they have like terrific. Iron Man is technically a bad choice to set up the Marvel universe, which it did. Yeah, but it's a smaller character who has ties with everybody. Yeah, it was a great like. Yeah, it's hard to believe at this point, but yeah, Iron Man was not the top tier character. He wasn't. I, it like was just, I was a fan the whole like. I think I was since, a fan of the casting. I, I think since wait. maybe like ninety two. Mm-hmm. Uh, after reading Infinity Gauntlet, I was like, that character seems kind of cool, and then got into him a bit, and then the cartoon and the toys really what sucked me in. Uh, but Marvel fucking uh, the Avengers game. No. Oh uh, yeah, that was around the same time. Uh, but so then seeing the movie, I was just like, I can't believe they're gonna make an Iron Man movie. Mm-hmm. They sucker. And then saw it and was like, holy shit, that's Wonderful. the fucking greatest thing. Um, but the, the thing I think it's it's it's. I was definitely on this boat of like, well, Man of Steel didn't do any world building. <laughs> but I think it's not fair to put that burden on DC just because that's what Marvel did. The difference is none of Marvel's heroes mm-hmm. are like these infallible... And infallible is not the right word, but mm-hmm. you know what I'm getting at with DC's characters. They are very powerful and very competent and don't really have a lot of vices or things to bite them in the ass. I don't think Marvel has a comparable hero to Superman. That's the, well, totally or even more Batman. It's like Batman has the answer always, mm-hmm. and Marvel's heroes get, get the bit is that interconnectedness really helps all those characters yeah. because they try to play up the humanity of each, and of they them. have to reach out for help to other people. Yeah, and then it's like you can ha- like expecting DC to build a world where a cinematic Batman and a cinematic Superman can exist with a cinematic Flash mm-hmm. and Martian Manhunter and Wonder Woman. It's like maybe that's just not what's going to happen. And maybe this is not going to lead to a Justice well, League movie because that's not the same thing. Again, it's not the public's fault. It's De- it's no, Warner Brothers saying that there's going to be a Justice League movie in 2015 come hell or high water. Did they say that? Yeah. it's. I mean, well, reading movie news, that's really what Warner Brothers wants to happen. Well, I'm sure they do. And they're hoping Avengers that... made a billion yeah. fucking dollars. Yes, and every time they release a movie, including Green Lantern, they hope that that's the stepping stone. And uh, the thing is, I think comic fans don't feel that any movie has provided that stepping stone. Yeah. And then number five is Justice League can't be all about Superman, Batman. If you need to introduce other characters, because it's true, if they don't have other movies to introduce yes, these characters, I think that's the then problem. you got to spend time introducing who the fuck is Martian Manhunter or Hawkman mm-hmm. or whatever, whatever characters. I mean, Flash. The thing is, all those characters are like part of the pop culture. Everyone, mm-hmm. quote unquote, knows who Flash is. Yeah, but they don't know. He runs fast. Well, it's a lot more than that. So you got to set and that so, up and you know explain I, it. I think it's and it's, I fucking it, love the Flash. There's some effects group. If I was Warner Brothers, every day I would have somebody coming in my office and pitching me, "How does the Flash work 
visually. Yeah. And the first person, because the Flash movie is the the best thing to start with. He's not a super popular hero. He's a hero everybody knows. And just to make that character look, we've already seen Superman fly it. Nearly the well, it was what's her name, Fiora or Faora? Yeah, yeah that in, was uh, really Man cool. Man of Steel. That was the one effect that I'm like, that was awesome. That was really cool. And I want to see Flash in a movie right, goddamn now. And if someone could, if I'm an executive, if someone comes to me and like, this is how the Flash should move throughout the universe. Like, we'll make a Flash movie right now. I'll put the best fucking writer on. I'll hire Christopher Nolan back. I'll drag him by the ankles to come back in this room and pen a <laughs> script. Drag him by the ankles with billion dollar checks. But yeah. Uh, number six, how many characters will be enough for a Justice League movie that satisfies comic fans? Yeah, well, weird. But, uh, uh, at the end of the day, those studios don't... They want to be true to the comic book fans, mm. but, uh, I mean, you put Superman and Batman in a movie, all the comic book fans are going to go see it. After I, that, it doesn't matter. I'm just if glad, you put Aquaman in it, great. I'm just glad they cast the right Wasp in the Avengers movie. See what I'm saying? Did they? No, it didn't, didn't fucking matter. <laughs> it didn't matter. They were like the. There's yeah. two characters there who started the Avengers who are not present at all. Yeah. They're with what the modern day associates the Avengers with. So, I don't know. Maybe you don't get Hawkman in there. Well, it wouldn't be Hawkman, but it's like you know, Aquaman, Wonder Woman, Flash, Martian Manhunter, Green Lantern. And it's like, well, you already had a Green Lantern movie, so do you write that out? Do you get Ryan Reynolds back? Do you get a different Green Lantern? He's a big enough celebrity that I would think they like. That movie was not that awful. It was like it didn't flop that hard that they would that they're just willing to like cut ties with it. I don't know. I don't know. I I, I didn't follow the financials. I just we went and watched it expecting the fucking god awful worst movie ever made, and I was like, no, that's not what I saw. We were living in that, and people still like tweet me like, cannot believe you guys still say the Green Lantern movie is any good. And I haven't seen it since the theater, but we were living in the, the world of the internet where, like, yeah. it was, like, six days since release, and yeah. the whole world was down on it, and we're like, man, this is gonna suck, but we... Yeah, we went in ready to we, laugh and shit on it, and then like, it was like, oh, this, this we were, like, not, scared to admit it when we walked out. It was like, that was not... It was not totally terrible, man. It really wasn't, but our expectations were fucking sub-zero. <laughs> like, like yeah. below, it, below bad. Mm-hmm. We were, like, expecting Batman and Robin, like, I'm, go- the I'm going for I'll a hoot. too. And it's true, like, the opening is bad, and the people are bad, and... The, the love interest. The love interest it. is terrible, and that's not her fucking actress's fault. It's like, they probably wrote a shitty character, so why should she invest herself? Yeah. Um, it was, But, like, watching the visualization of the powers, all everything... Everything on Oa, all that shit. Mark Strong is fucking Sinestro. Mm-hmm. All that stuff was dead on. I Anyway, we've resettled that. Mm. Um, number seven is, are we even ready for a Justice League movie? <laughs> Uh, Guess what? So, you want to know? Ask me when I'm ready, ready for a Justice League movie. Uh, when or anytime? <laughs> anytime. Uh, uh, the reason is Avengers worked so well is they had four other movies leading up to it. Um, mm. If those two non-movie Iron Man movies weren't made, would audiences have appreciated the chemistry when they all finally came together? Probably not. And I agree with that. Right now, we have Henry Cavill as Superman and potentially Ryan Reynolds, maybe, but that's it. And then Batman, you know, we don't even know anymore who would, who would theoretically play Batman. As mentioned above, that means a Justice League movie would have to introduce everyone else, and while there have been screenplays, it certainly doesn't seem like there's one ready. Basically, you're not going to get that ooh-ah yeah. of seeing, uh, well, Chris Evans and mm-hmm. Robert Downey Jr. and uh, That was, really, who else were you like, oh my god, he's back? Like, the guy who played Thor? Chris Hemsworth. Well, was he? What did he have that much star power that no, you were it, like, it wow, you're here? It wasn't that the star was back. It was that's Thor talking to fucking Captain America, mm. talking to Iron Man in the same movie, 
I have waited since I was seven years old to see this. But did it matter that it was the guy who was in the Thor movie? But I think, yes, I think because it was, it was pre-established. That, it's cinematic continuity. It's like if you cast someone else, it's it's basically like that's to me what made that so magical is no right. one would have thought that was possible. Like mm-hmm. to have that like and and it's true. Marvel did it through probably some bullish means, and as it comes out now, their new contract that, that first contract negotiations of, uh, are not very pleasant. But of, it's still uh, like Downey Jr. talking to Thunderbolt Ross. Yeah, at the end from, of Hulk. From a Paramount movie talking to someone in a Universal yeah. movie. Yeah. I remember like I had heard rumors, but like this is fucking crazy. Yeah, the more you that know about the happen. business, it's like this is nuts they pulled it off and it's like it, it adds well just like the whole like, oh well, we're gonna have Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver in this X Men movie. Well we're gonna have them in Avengers, so deal with it. And it's like <laughs> cast the same people. Because once it starts, the moment the the first time that slips up, this all starts coming apart. Because then everyone's gonna it's it's and it's mine gone. was uh to be totally honest when I first got Idris Elba. You can't be two people in the Marvel universe concurrently. Well, hey, Chris Evans can. But that universe was closed. But the Ghost Rider thing is separate completely. I know yeah. it is, but like like it does not. But matter. the Marvel the Marvel movie imprint had yeah. existed. Like somebody should have said like. Can't be two characters. He's unrecognizable yeah. as uh, what is it? Gatekeeper? Hem- Hemdall, Gatekeeper and Thor. Hemdall, uh, yeah. black guy. Um, Hemdall, black. And and the rest of development has established that there's a third Johnny Flame. I can't, I can't, who was it? Who I can't remember that episode well enough. Wait, was it, it a, someone we would remember? Well, no, I mean, I'm, Sue Storm was um, Maria Bamford. Yeah, and then David Cross was the thing. The thing. Who was the Human Flame in that episode? Was it someone we would know? I don't know. I, I no. I think it was just some random addict. Ah, uh-huh, take that. Especially if you're listening, some actor. Yeah. I, I suppose it's true. Uh, it's possible they're pointing out in this article also that Comic Con, which is looming, um, is a chance for DC to make some kind of statement about Man of Steel two or their next cinematic movie or Justice League or whatever. And a lot of the speculation becomes moot because they'll have finally. Uh, said something. Whatever, whatever it is could fucking blow minds. Like as long as they, as long as they have a plan, it'll blow minds. Yeah, that's the thing. Is you just have to have a, have a plan. Because I, I remember what was it? Was it Comic Con 2010 when uh, they like there was that there was the panel mm-hmm. and they had the entire Avengers the entire cast roster. walk out for the first time. Yeah. And it's like this is the first time they're all standing there, and I remember just losing my mind. Yeah, it was, like, it was the first ah! time we learned Mark Ruffalo as Hulk after two Hulks. Yeah, two Hulks. He's the third, and. Wow, Mark Ruffalo. I was very, I was very excited. I love Mark yeah. Ruffalo. When they did that reveal, had the other ones been in uh, Marvel movies already? Um, no, not all of them. No. Thor hadn't come out yet, yeah. and Cap, hadn't come, Cap out, hadn't come out yet. But Jeremy Renner was already in there as Hawkeye. Yeah. Um, so all DC has to do is pull up like a PS3 press conference where they uh, just like yes. completely knock it out of the park and like yeah, every just, reveal is just I like, mean, oh it, my god, I love that. To a degree, yeah, all they got to do is say the right thing and then figure it out later. Yeah. As long as they say it, figure it's it like... Figure it out with money. Yeah, figure it out with money. And I mean, it's Warner Brothers. They got to be doing good, right? Yeah. I mean, that's... Well, <laughs> it's just that I think that's the damage they got into with Iron Man. You read a Robert Downey Jr. interview. <laughs> Those assholes accidentally... Instead of paying me up front, would offer me back end points, yeah. and then all these movies gross several billion dollars, and I make sixty million dollars a movie now. Yeah. And now won't be there won't be any more Iron Man movies as a result of that. He'll which just is be in Avengers, which is unf- which I'm kind of sad about, but I'm also like, fine, don't run it into the ground. I, I'm and even apprehensive with my love for Iron Man three, like I don't want to see that. Yeah, I don't have to walk in again. Okay. 
<laughs> yeah, it's a little sad because I felt that breathed new life, and it's like he could almost be a James Bond. Yeah. You just keep recasting Iron Man and keep building on the same story, and this could probably work. He's got to be in Guardians, though. I don't think he will be. He's got to be. Maybe, Guardians. maybe, maybe. That relaunch it, is too Iron Man heavy. Well, it's, I think Marvel's plans may have been separate from the from Marvel Studios' mm. plans because even having Downey do a cameo it has to be in part of a contract somewhere. Mm. I'm sure. And maybe it was, and they've just kept it tight-lipped. It's, it's possible. It, it, he's jokey about how much money they're paying him. He's kind of on record like, yeah, if you don't pay everybody else what, the, what they want, I won't do it. Yeah. And it Which also is awesome. looks like he's having a blast yeah. being Iron Man. Yeah. I, I'm hoping Guardians of the Galaxy ends with, they end up on Earth. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, like I said, it's going to have to lead directly into Avengers 2. Yeah, that's super cool. And they end up on Earth, and it's like... Peter Quill rounds the corner, and there's Cap, or there's Thor, oh, or there's fucking Iron Man, Tony oh, Stark. Not even an expensive shot. You don't need him in a suit. It's just Tony Stark. Like, mm. what's going on? Hey, guys. And then, uh, you just broke my building. Yeah. <laughs> something like that. They yeah. crashed the Avengers Tower or whatever, and it's like, <laughs> I don't want to get fucking bent up on that, because if anything life has taught me the last two years is disappointment. Let's move <laughs> on. Yeah, it would be a great uh, if they're going to do the Bond thing with Iron Man. Who would be a great next Iron Man? Hmm. Terrence Howard. <laughs> come on, come on! I really want Andrew Selby to be the next James Bond. <laughs> yeah, me too. Come on, me too. Yeah? I want to name my next kid Stringer Bell. Also, can we get a Lady Doctor Who in here? Come on, Lady Doctor Who. Doctor I'm not ready for that. Nor is Britain. I'll boycott. I'm uh, ready for Nurse Who? Yo, no. Lady Cot. <laughs> Uh, so what does Henry normally do? We're about done with the show. We That's question of the week, but question of the man, week. I, what was, wait, what was last? Uh, well, well, I will I will pose a question of the week right. to the listeners mm-hmm. in the LazerTimePodcast.com? dot mm-hmm. LazerTime Show. LazerTimePodcast.com. dot LazerTime Show is uh, the Facebook and the Twitter, the Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think DC DC should do with regards to Justice yeah. League? Should they have? Should they try to follow? The Marvel... Should the, they give up completely? Should they give up? Should they postpone those plans until they have more concrete... That's my... Because I also think uh, just because it worked with Marvel doesn't mean it works here, and these things are not necessarily comparable. Maybe all you ever build up to is a Batman-Superman movie. Well, and and I, sometimes I feel... What we, we, when Henry and I would talk about this, like, this is a lot of movie news. And, it, well, one, it's a movie news becomes a validation of our love for the comics. Yeah. Obviously, the comics will always be the comics and be fine. But the idea that the the movies sculpt people's view of these characters and situations for years to come. Yeah. And, and if they're done poorly, do irreparable damage to those characters. So I think it's if you care about the characters, it is worth talking about. Yeah. I know we're a show about comics, not movies. Just pointing that out. Right. Well, I mean, we had the first segment was all, I think, strictly comic-based. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, let us know the... Uh, LaserTimePodcast.com Laser forum. forums are mm-hmm. also on... We also have the comments on the page. Mm-hmm. Um, HulkDick.com, does that still lead people places? Not to the right place. <laughs> <laughs> was not renewed. <laughs> so, do, do not go to mm-hmm. HulkDick.com. Mm-hmm. Fun while it lasts. Do we not have to do the reading of the last question? I don't know what the last question was, given how yeah. long ago it was. I, I looked at the last episode, and there wasn't a question. So. No, I think and, the last two we didn't have and one. I apologize for that, but we had to like try and pre-record stuff. Yeah, it's I, been I have it's not been had nuts. a weekend in my house in about three weeks, and yeah. I'm going to Comic-Con. Yeah. I'm exhausted. 
Hey, yeah. we're, we're really just trying here. You Stay with be, us. You won't be around for money in the bank. You I know. Hey, you won't either. Dick. Yeah, true. Hey, let's, true. let's say Dick. that for the other show for this week. <laughs> um, but yeah, go to the check out the forums in the comments. Um, I do read them. We and, need your uh, support now more than ever, people. Yeah. Yes, please pay attention. Mm-hmm. Um, and thanks for listening. And I guess our plugs. Uh, I do VG Empire. It's the video game music podcast. Uh, you will hear me. We just did our fiftieth episode. Oh, what yeah. am I talking about? Which was a, gra- a two and a half hour episode of uh, a, a, a song from every episode up to that point. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was a lot of it was took a while to edit, but I mean it was it was all in a sense recycled content. But it was like a great chance to share with people who haven't listened yet. Or we had Bob Mackey from Retronauts we had Bob Mackey from yeah Bob Mackey from Retronauts, which is mm-hmm. uh, just did their their Kickstarter earlier this year, and they're coming back with new shows. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's the show I'll be doing. Also, I think we'll... Bob Mack, we have him on uh, Laser Time talking yeah. about a contentious subject. And I'm sorry for there not being a Laser Time this, this week. That's why we're doing this without Henry because this is not. This is one of those times. Where what's the opposite of planets aligning? Where they're scattering out, spiraling, and we're chasing them. Where our hat blows in the wind. Yes. Like this is a very hard time to plan. <laughs> it's the movie things. Deep Impact. Yes, it's the movie Deep Impact. Yes, I, right, right when Taylor is swallowed up by the wave. Yes, with her. Uh, <laughs> oh, yes, with her gay father. Was that the thing? I think so. And then uh, John Favreau and the astronauts help break the a- asteroid in half. Yes, and yeah. misses Earth. They and open up the good. universe, and Michael Bay comes screaming through with another more popular meteor. Movie. Yeah, they didn't want to miss a thing. Yep, nope, not at all. He wanted to make animal crackers rule the land, <laughs> which is Liv Tyler's belly. And that is the extent of what I remember of both those movies. Yeah. I think I got it all out there. Uh, LaserTimePodcast.com. We should have a new episode of Laser Time up this week. Hopefully. Yeah. Stay with us. Don't give up on us. Please don't give up. We need you now up. more than ever. Um, and Dave, any, yeah. any, any plugs? Cheap Popcast. We'll Podcast. have something probably before uh, this weekend's pay-per-view and then hopefully something not too, too naturally. Yeah. Sorted wrestling fundum. So right. what what takes us out of these shows? You have to yell Excelsior. Uh what I mean uh can I yell up up and away? Sure. Excelsior, Excelsior. <laughs>